show. My name's Aline Martin, and it's always good to have you with us on this Sunday morning. Hope you're doing something fun today and relaxing a little bit. And uh, by telephone this morning, I have a gentleman that is the founder and the vice president of the Jenna Club that's over in Kansas City, Kansas. His name is Moses Wyatt Jr. And Moses, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing good, Arlene. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm actually the president. I'm the CEO of... Oh, the so, president. You're not the founder. I'm sorry. I had the wrong... I am the founder. I'm the founder oh, and the CEO. Okay. And the president, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. You've got triple crowns there to wear, Moses. Well, um, yes. <laughs> tell us a little bit about what the Jenna Club is and when it got started and why you thought that there was a need for it. Okay, well, the Jenna Club, the Jenna is taken from an Ethiopian Arabic word that means keeper of the culture, a provider, a hero, a teacher. Um, and so what it is is this is a program, an organization that is set up to, one, build relationships, because we believe that programs don't change people, relationships do. Mm -hmm. So number one is to build relationships. And what we want to do is, uh, build a community of individuals uh, that have an entrepreneurial mindset uh, that are economically independent working in harmony. Uh, so that is what our focus is. And we do that through several platforms. Uh, it, it's actually founded, uh, uh, the, the actual, this not-for-profit was uh, about a year ago, uh, but the programs have been running uh, in schools in KCK uh, for about 10 years. Wow. And, and you uh, you were the one that thought up this idea and decided that you needed to put it into to force, so to speak, right? Well, yeah, along with other ones, so oh. not just myself. We have some uh, other uh, people. I said the programs have been running for 10 years within schools. We're in Grand Elementary School, uh, in Eugene, we're in Hazel Grove. Uh, I was a uh, basketball and football coach uh, ah. for 24 years within Wyandotte County. Mm -hmm. So the principals have been there since I started coaching. And I've built relationships with uh, community connections with men and women throughout the community. Uh, so we have been running these programs in the schools and through the teams for years. Mm -hmm. uh, but with, along with my brother, uh, we formed, actually formed the more schools, more school districts. Right. Now, what kind of programs do you have in the schools? Well, we have a program, Boys to Men Club and Sisterhood Club, uh, and those are in our grade schools. They deal with all five of our pillars. Um, well, the number one pillar is relationship building and network. Uh, that's the key. Uh, and then there's uh, character development. You can't nurture or build relationships or maintain them if you don't have certain character skills. Mm -hmm. character. Uh, then we also do social skills. Social skills are not just talking. Uh, social skills also have to do with how you feel, uh, your appearance, understanding uh, personal hygiene. Um, you know, to, we talk about Maslow's hierarchy. Uh, so we just look to make sure that uh, kind of feel good, look good, you study good, you think good, you, you do more, you perform better. Mm -hmm. uh, then there is our um, economic independence. Uh, we have an academy. Uh, we teach uh, financial literacy to youth, and then we also have our career exploration, uh, where we uh, start introducing uh, 
exploring different career fields and options for our youth. We really believe that youth, uh, they do, uh, they emulate and do what they see adults doing confidently. Mm-hmm. So if we open up their minds and open up the box of what they see, uh, what they can achieve and what they can become, then they'll have more uh, and be more active. Uh, following those dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do the schools pick which of these programs they want to have in their schools, or do they just uh, choose all of them and you just go through the whole school year doing these? Well, we go through the whole school year. This is one, you just get everything in one. So uh-huh. um, if you choose one, then they're missing out on the total package. So when the schools allow us to come in, uh, they kind of get a well-rounded part of all the pillars. That's the whole mm-hmm. Now, do you do this after school, or do you do this on weekends, or how does it work? Well, we do it both. Um, in the schools, we have weekly meetings. Uh, we have day check-ins with the students, and then we have weekly meetings uh, that they attend, and then we have after-school uh, activities as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in the evening, um, we do evening socials. Men and women from the community come. Um, uh, this is where they're doing career exploration, uh, which has also spilled over into a podcast that uh, started so that we can uh, reach more youth, but it also uh, gives us an opportunity to have real-world learning skills that we have interns. There are interns learning real-world learning skills uh, from media technology, uh, from the video to the audio, how to fix so, Mm-hmm. Also through culinary arts uh, and hospitality, we do it in a setting where it's over a meal. So they're learning these skills that they need, real world learning skills that they can take right in and transfer them uh, into jobs. So mm-hmm. that's been our career exploration part. Uh, so with COVID, we had to kind of get a little, uh, I don't know, innovative uh, to find a way to continue to reach um, our, our youth so they can continue to and open up their minds to different uh, career fields. Uh-huh. And then we also have an uh, academy, uh, Economic Independence Academy, and we've, we've moved to some of those lessons instead of in person. We have them uh, actually virtual uh, uh, on our website. That is so good. Now, what, what grades does this entail? Uh, do you start with a very young, or is it in junior high, high school? Well, we start in third grade, so we start in the grammar school. We just believe uh, we need to start early uh, in, in the life, starting to show the focus so that if they start growing, uh, they can make choices in their lives with a network set up for them uh, to be able to support them and what their choices are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also move into uh, middle schools and high schools. Uh, I think that, that's the key. Um, I have been in middle school and high school most of my uh, career in education. Uh And once I got to grade school four years ago, I really saw the need uh, for the youth to have someone that they could see. They needed to see not just men, but women too, uh, but especially men uh, thriving in professional manner. They need to see women thrive with professional manner. They needed to see these things with their own eyes. Kids will emulate. We all do. We, we all, every person has had some person that they saw and emulated and said, oh, I want to be like this. 
Oh, I want I want to be that career. Well, they, all of us have had that person that we saw. So the more people we put in front of them, the more they get, the, the more positive lives they see. Mm-hmm. I did give you one experience. When I first got to Grand Elementary School, um, the very first family advocacy that we had, I counted. And there were 11 men who came out of 390 students. Wow. Only 11 men came. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, we, we got to get more men involved. They've got to see more men doing highs to pick. Sure. Uh, then we took a poll. We started our groups and started talking to the kids. Uh, we took a poll, uh, and two answers in this poll from a couple of kids, they, they really just shocked and showed me to me. So we asked them about uh, the area they live in, was it favorite? One of the kids told me, uh, asked me, so there's a street, and we're on 4th Street. Uh-huh. He said, oh, there's a 21st Street? He said, the streets go up that high? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. I said, what's... What, what's the furthest street you know? He said, well, I've heard of 18th Street. They say that's where the snack pack is from. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Yes, I know. I said, well, where have you been? He said, I, I've only been uh, up to Chelsea uh, Plaza. That's on 7th Street. So we're mm-hmm. on 4th Street. That's 7th Street. He said, one time we went and played uh, on the football field at Sumner, mm-hmm. which is on 8th Street. He said, we got in trouble for going that far. Oh. So I realized, like, they, they haven't even been out of their neighborhood. They don't know. have to expand their mind. Right. Expand even to understand that there's something right outside of the little box community that they are so that they can achieve success and achieve their goals. So I think we need to start expanding. So that is some of the experiences of what, while we formalized the uh, Jenna Club mm-hmm. so that we could get more resources, receive more um, opportunities, to expand the mind, expand the box, so to speak, uh, that the kids uh, are living in. You know, uh, Moses, that is just shocking to me in this day and age that those children wouldn't have been out of that, what, three-block area? That is just unheard of in this day and age. Uh, and I, th- I think, too, that kids, uh, they, they admire, like, and this is not bad, don't think I'm saying that, they admire the sports figures that's big and in the news, and they want to be like that person. But the fact that you're exposing them to other men and what they're doing in your city and community, I think that's wonderful because, you know, not everybody can be a basketball player or a, uh, you know, a chief, uh, so to speak. So I think that's wonderful that they're being exposed through the Jenna Club to see that there's other avenues that they could they could uh, pursue. Yes, ma'am. I, I, we start with be like Mike. I want to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to be with what you see. Right. And there's nothing wrong. And that's what you, you never tell a, a student that you should be this. Mm-hmm. That's their choice. They have to choose something that they feel comfortable with, that they love, they're passionate about, and what their strengths are. But if you put more men and women in front of them, they're exploring, they get to explore more opportunities that opens up, their minds open up, so there's no limits on what they can become. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's nothing wrong with kids who want to play sports. Right. There's nothing wrong with kids that want to be in music. But the reality is every
rapper, everyone won't be a, a, an artist. Right. Um, it's kind of like the old uh, saying NCAA says that uh, you have so many athletes going pro in something other than sports. Mm -hmm. So we have to show them uh, that there's more out there. And then they have to see that what success looks like. Success is not just if you are a uh, music uh, or if you are an athlete. That's not just what success looks like. There are people right here that are having success, successful families, successful jobs, taking care of their family, and it looks different than what mm -hmm. they see on YouTube or what they see on TV or in videos. Success doesn't look like that for everyone. Right. That is so true. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of these uh, things that you are uh, exposing to the children, like social skills. Uh, how does Jenna Club... Uh, uh, let them know what good uh, social skills are and how do you influence them into getting into practicing uh, social skills? Well, during our meetings, um, during the week, we talk about uh, the social skills. We break down the different uh, components of uh, being social, mm -hmm. not just from talking, but from hygiene, uh, from self-confidence, self-awareness, uh, knowing what your strengths are knowing what your likes are. Mm -hmm. uh, even teaching, we do teach conversation, teach how to introduce yourself, how to talk, how to hold a conversation. Um, all those skills are taught in our weaknesses. Uh, but then we have uh, repertoire practices uh, in our monthly school sessions where we have adults come out. Uh, so here with the adults coming out, they get an opportunity to practice these social skills, feel good about them. Mm -hmm. The more you practice things, you're going to get comfortable uh, with it. So now they're getting more comfortable being in social settings uh, and being in settings that they may have not been. We take field trips uh, to expose them to being settings that they, they have not been in before so that they can be more comfortable. Uh, so those are uh, a lot of the ways that we do that. We also do that uh, through um, our clothing closet, our shoe closet, our hygiene closet where we provide some of those these things that are missing uh, or that they need mm -hmm. so that they can feel good about themselves. Yes. Leads us to one of our, our big community events that we have, which is uh, our community here for, uh, social. And you know what, Moses, we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show, and we'll, we'll give it enough time that we can discuss that. But before we move on to that, let's talk about a couple of other areas that you expose kids to. Economic independence. What do, you, what do you tell children about economic independence? Well, what we believe, uh, the reason it's called economic independence uh, is so you're not dependent on someone else. Mm -hmm. To be able to stand on your own two feet. That's what my dad used to always say. You have to stand on your own two feet. Uh, that's what adulthood is about. Uh, so that's our main focus is to give them the tools and the knowledge that they need uh, to be independent financially, to have that independence. Uh, and so that starts. We have a partner with UNB Bank that helps us with some curriculum uh, to be able to start uh, teaching kids from um, just all the way down from vocabulary words, start with uh, that are in the finance world, uh, to learning how to withdraw, deposit, pay bills, balance, uh, online banking, 
um, all the way up as they get uh, older, we get into talking about uh, just the five main principles, earn, spend, save, and invest, protect. Uh, all those principles are being taught, and they're getting the knowledge and the tools from people who are actually in that field. Mm -hmm. uh, we even talked to about investing. We have, we have a couple uh, gentlemen that come talk about investing uh, in the stock market, teaching that. Uh, we have those that come talk about credit, um, how to repair, how to keep, how to raise your scores. Um, so they, they get a well-rounded knowledge. Without the knowledge of the tools, uh, it's hard to be uh, independent. You'll be depending on someone else. So we're teaching them uh, skills that not only lead to independence, but if they uh, are interested in entrepreneurship, you're learning skills that you need to maintain a business how to do your books, taxes, um, how to do spreadsheets, inventory, uh, and then, you know, how to get funding uh, for a business. Mm -hmm. Now, do, you, uh, do most of these kids have access to computers in their home? And do you, in fact, help them with learning to use the uh, computer? Yes. So being tied in with the school, uh, there's access that we uh, have with their daily use of uh, the, the technology at school. Mm -hmm. So they, they do. Uh, and then we have some, we have a facility uh, here in Wyandotte County of 18th and Central uh, where we also have a few um, technology uh, devices mm -hmm. that they can use when they're away from the school. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we are looking for uh, some more funding and support so that we'll be able to provide more tablets and laptops uh, for students, especially during the summer months, uh, and then when they're away from school. Mm -hmm. uh, but they do have use uh, of that. Mm -hmm. Well, and that is so good. And kids are so savvy about computers and things of that nature. So I'm well, glad they have. You know, I'm learning every day more. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm computer <laughs> illiterate, to tell you the truth. Uh, career exploration. Now, uh, these kids that you were talking about that lived in that uh, area and they only had been three blocks away from their homes, uh, they probably see a lot of the same types of employment or career uh, in their communities. So what does your career exploration bring to the table? Well, just exposing uh, more career opportunities. People who look like, you know, that are thriving in different professional manners. Uh, another quick story that helped us with this is when we were going around asking our first year, we had about 100 students uh, in our program. Uh -huh. And we were asking every student, hey, so what, what career would you like? What do you want to become? Um, and 96% of them answered the same three things. They wanted to be a gamer, a YouTuber, <laughs> or a rapper. Wow. <laughs> Those were the three things, 90, 96%. Uh -huh. So <laughs> we're like, man, we need to expose more. Yes. So uh, we started bringing um, firemen, uh, engineers, um, you name it. Um, we're trying to expose them to, uh, to as many um, careers, choices, and see people who look like them. It's one thing to, to know, hey, I can be a zoologist. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see someone who looks like you, who right. comes from the similar background as you, and I don't mean looks like you as far as have to be your race. I mean looks like you because they're from your community. Mm 
Right. This is a person from my backyard. Uh-huh. They're coming from the same thing. So they can be these things. Now it makes it more accessible, more attainable. Well, I can see this. I actually heard or talked to a person that is actually this, not just saying, you know, somebody telling me, hey, you can, uh, you know what, you can be an, an arborist. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh? So I had to learn what an arborist was. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, a tree surgeon. Absolutely. Um, right. So we have coming up on our even social podcast, we have an arborist. Uh, so he can explain to them and, and how did he get into it. But he's right here from the same neighborhood that some of these kids are from, mm-hmm. owns his own business. Right. Uh, so you have to just expose them to what, there's no limits on what you could become. And then they can see, oh, that's, oh man, I really can't be. So now it opens up to where, hey, really, and these people are on their own business, very successful, uh, vacationing, driving nice cars. You know, mm-hmm. the same thing that you equate with success, they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, even from barbers to cosmetologists uh, to uh, car wash owners. Um, it's just uh, the limit. You just have to open up the mind right. uh, of the students so they can see people from their areas lives in those manners. And then it opens them up to say, oh, well, we can be there. Now, we, take, we ask those same 107 students a year later. Uh, and we only had uh, 40% say that they want to be those three things. Exactly. Now we got 60 more percent of these students knowing that they can be something else because they actually talk to people, see, now their minds are open up. Well, I want to I wanna be a business owner. Uh, sure. I, I want to do this. You know, I want, that's the key to it. It's yes. Just, yes. Every adult, every person does, and they see things, it opens their mind up, and you find that person that you relate to and, hey, I, I want to emulate that person, and this is where I'm moving, and that helps shape some of your choices. So true. So, so true. <laughs> We're almost out of time, Moses, so we got to get yeah, to yeah. your event that is coming up on August 29th. It's called the Community Haircut. What's that all about? Yes, Community Haircut Social. Uh, this is our round four. Uh, we've, uh, this is our fourth time putting it on. It is just simply put, we have to show the, the kids that there's people that care about them. We care about how you look. We care about how you feel. So Community Haircut Social, we look to uh, give away 150 haircuts from licensed barbers. These are not just people cutting hair. These are actual licensed barbers who do this for a profession. They give their time and donate haircuts to our, our kids in our community. We also have for girls and boys from kindergarten, uh, up to 12th grade, we have new and lightly used clothes, shoes, uh, coats. Uh, we also have uh, hygiene kits. Uh, we give away winter hygiene kits from uh, deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrushes, uh, you name it, it's in the hygiene kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been fortunate to partner with Dot Mobile Grocer, uh, who helps us provide some fresh food boxes uh, for families that need food boxes. Uh, we have a couple uh, food trucks. Uh, a new, a new unique kitchen uh, comes out, and they provide hot food that they uh, for some of those waiting to get haircuts to come in. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's just a, a great event to help build social skills uh, and let our kids and our community know that there are adults that care about their future, care about what they do, and we want to see them succeed 
Uh, and if they look good, once again, look good, you study good, you're more apt to pay attention and do your best uh, in education. And who doesn't feel good after they get that hair done? I mean, you know, it is our crowning glory after all. Now, I know the event is running from 12 to 6 p.m., but where is Community Haircuts taking place? It's taking place at our facility off of 18th and Central. It's 221 North 18th Street in Kansas City, Kansas, Wyandotte County. So right off of 18th and Central at 221 North 18th Street, Kansas City, Kansas. Do you have a website that they could go to to check all this out? Yes, ma'am. We have a website. Uh, it's uh, thegenaclub.org. I'm spelling it. T-H-E-J-E-G-N-A-K-L-U-B.org. Great. So if they need any information, they can go there and they can see all the wonderful things you're doing in the community, right? Yes, they can. Or they can also call us at 913 Seven two one six five seven two. Give that uh, give that website and that telephone number another round. Just go ahead. The website is thegenaclub.org. T H E J E G N A K L U B dot org, and the phone number is nine one three seven two one six five seven zero. Well, Moses, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. I, I thank you for being here, and keep up the good work, and let's get those kids on the right track so they're successful, and they're healthy, and they're happy. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Morgan. We appreciate you helping us building our youth for the Well, you come visit us on air anytime. You just let me know, and we'll get you on for those big events that you're having. And thank you for joining us today. My name's Aline Martin. I'll see you next week. Same time, same station. Every morning.